I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN. Mitch Moss, along with Matt Humans, filling in for Paulie today on this uh, Memorial Day, live in downtown Las Vegas from Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up today on the program, a bunch of good guests in an hour. We'll talk some NBA with uh, Jonathan Von Tobel. Some Major League Baseball today with uh, Derek Carty. Jay Croucher is going to be on the show with Points Bet USA. And uh, Randy McKay, professional gambler. On a big game number seven tonight between Montreal and Toronto. Good to see you again today, Matt. How are you? How was your weekend, man? Holiday weekend. And I know you uh, started things off right at the uh, Vegas Golden Knights game with Derek Stevens on Friday night. That went pretty well. Derek does not screw around, let me tell you. The uh, owner here of Circa, Golden Gate, and uh, the D in downtown Las Vegas. He has the tickets. He has like eight tickets right behind the glass. And... uh, it's the second game I've been to with him and Mike Palm. Mm-hmm. But we sat on the glass for the entire time. And just the appreciation that you get for And like on TV and when you watch a game in general live, guys in hockey are so fast. But when you sit that close on the boards, it's amazing how quick they really are. And how everything is such a bang-bang decision. You don't have more than a second to decide what's going to happen. You've got to be thinking like two plays ahead every single time. That's actually a good point because when you see hockey in person, I've been to a lot of games, you sit down by the ice, the game is a lot faster and more physical than uh, what you see on TV. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. big time. But So that was solid. The only mistake yeah. I made is, and I talked about this on Friday, is like, mm-hmm. look, if the Wild get to a certain number, I'm going to have to bet the, bet the game oh, tonight, man. right? 
That was my mistake. You ruined the party. I really did. I mean, it just it spoiled things a little All bit. All the guys, Mike Palm, Amal Shaw, Derek Stevens, Der- Darren Banks, uh, Jacob Roach from Houston yeah. was there. You, you're probably the only guy who bet the Minnesota Wild. I think I was. I think I was. So that kind of stunk. Did but, you admit that to Derek? Did he I, know I don't that? think. Okay. I don't think we had that conversation. Okay. Yeah, but I will tell you this. I mean, it was pretty much a packed house in there on Friday night, and now we see more fans in attendance at all these places in the NBA and NHL playoffs. And right now, as we're live, uh, this is probably the second. Uh, you know what? Let me. It's probably a top three busy morning in circuit since we've been doing the show here since last October. <clears throat> right now, St. Patty's Day into the following day on the 18th it was super busy. Uh-huh. Today is slammed. And uh, there was another day, too. Well, we did the New Year's Eve show. Okay. Well, the, I would think Friday night and Saturday night were busier than tonight. Is that not the case? Friday night was absolutely... It was a zoo. It was nuts. Yeah. All of Las Vegas was. Right. Anywhere that you went, anywhere that you looked, it was completely packed. And we saw this tweet. On Friday night, the most requested Uber trips in the U.S. from Las Vegas International Airport. Vegas is back, baby! It really does look like it is, Matt. Yeah, I actually stopped by the airport over the weekend. It was crazy how much uh, traffic was over in that area. And, you know, because I was on the Strip and down here at Circa as well, and it was pre-pandemic. That's what it was. It was. Uh, and, and you're watching games all weekend, and uh, fans are back in the arenas, and it feels like things are back to normal. And Vegas is crazy again. There's no doubt about that. Yep, I concur. Up next, we will recap the betting weekend Favorites are absolutely killing it in the NBA playoffs. We will give you the staggering numbers in that sport coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The 76ers playing for their first sweep of a seven-game series since 1985. They're laying eight at Washington today, 230 and a half the total at the Capital One Arena. At the NHL, the Montreal Canadiens down three games to one. Going back-to-back games to force a game seven in Toronto today. The Maple Leafs, a $2.15 favorite at Scotiabank Arena. Five and a half under the total. Baseball today, the St. Louis Cardinals, a Jack Flaherty on the mound. Eight and one, a 2.84 ERA. Dollar 65 underdog at Trevor Bauer and the Dodgers, who are the dollar 80 favorite. Six and a half flat at Chavez Ravine. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Welcome to the program. Good to have you on board. And we have a new feature here on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all of the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. I will uh, expand on that coming up in a second. 
How was the uh, golf game this weekend, by the way? And were golf courses packed around the Valley? <clears throat> Pretty busy. Uh, I mean, the weather's great. It's, it's amazing. You know, you're talking low hundreds now, sunny every day, and uh, not too windy. So perfect pool days. If you want to go out to stadium swim, perfect at the golf course as well. Uh, Friday, I will say that, not that anyone anyone cares, but uh, Friday I played like uh, Phil Mickelson in Texas when he missed the cut. Oh, really? Yeah, played terribly. Yesterday I went out and played like Phil Mickelson at the PGA. Did you really? Golf is a volatile game, Mitch. Oh, yes, it is. It's a very, <laughs> very volatile much game. so. Some days you can uh, suck, and other days you can be sensational. And uh, I went. I shot a 92 on Friday. I was ticked off. I'm like, should have went to the hockey game. What a waste. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe this. So I went out yesterday and shot a 76. Is that, whoa, really? I went, to, I went to Prim Valley, but that's like my home course. I always play better okay. out there. Uh, Friday, we're at Red Rock. It's a difficult course. Uh, didn't have it, really any sleep and just was not playing well. Yesterday, uh, played much better, so I'm in a lot better mood. And while I was on the course yesterday uh, at Prim Valley, I was watching my phone and uh, saw that uh, I hit Jason Kokrak at 62-1. to one. In the uh, golf tournament, Wes Reynolds of Eason hit that as well. So it's always nice to uh, hit a long shot ticket like that. Did we discuss that on Thursday or Friday? I don't recall talking about that with you on the air. What's that? How you had Kokrak at a huge number like that. Uh, we talked about it uh, when, Tuesday or Wednesday. Did we? Okay. Yeah. All right. That was on, uh, that was on the plays I put out last week. That, uh, oh, that was when you joined us earlier on in the week, I think. On the phone when you came on, uh, might have been. Might have been. I uh, we use uh, I we, I use those plays on the Long Shot Show and then uh, yeah. Point Spread Weekly, and uh, Kokrak was at sixty-two to one. The best odds on him were right here. By the way, at the uh, Circa, Wes Reynolds of Beeson had uh, Kokrak as well. So it's uh, it was nice to hit that. I will admit, full disclosure, and I, I felt like I had to to be honest. I. Uh, I hedged away about a third of the profits on Jordan Spieth uh, yesterday because it looked like it was a two-horse race. Oh, big time. Yeah, for it was, sure. It was Spieth or Kokrak who's going to win the tournament. And I'm thinking, all right, Spieth is probably going to bitch and whine his way around the course and end up winning by a stroke, and I'm going to be stuck with a 62-1 to ticket that's sure. you know, worthless. So I, I did uh, hedge on Spieth, and I don't regret it. You know, In a situation like that where there's no. only two guys who no. can win a golf tournament – and you have a 60-to-1 shot, I feel like you have to do you it. You have to do it. You, you I don't hedge on golf too often because a lot of times, Mitch, you, you think, well, I have this guy, and if I hedge on this guy, I'm probably covered, but then somebody can come from five strokes back and beat you, and then you're really screwed. So, but yesterday, it was, it was going to be Spieth or Coke Rack. You were in the very rare, almost perfect hedging situation right. in golf. I mean, if you go back to like a year ago since the restart, right? How many golf tournaments going into Sunday have you had only two guys where they have that big of a lead? Only one other tournament, and it was uh, it was the Genesis Invitational in Los Angeles where I had uh, Max Homa at seventy to one, and I had Tony Finau at like thirty five to one, yeah. and, it, and they were both in the playoff. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. That's but a- I mean, that's very rare when something like that happens. It's difficult to head oh, on golf. I mean- that's like yeah. the leaderboard for all these events, and we've been saying it now for a good year, is that the golf delivers every single week. Golf's been and, great. And you'll have like sometimes 8 or 10, 12 guys that are within three shots of the lead, and it's like how, you can't possibly hedge at that point. There's no way. Right. Because you could get absolutely burned on three or four different guys that come and bite you in the ass mm-hmm. and 
So what you had yesterday was pretty much the perfect, I'm not going to call it the perfect situation because somebody could have came out and shot a 62 and been like, oh, now what do I do? But when you have that, when you have a guy at 62 to 1 and he's right there with like the co-leader and they have that big of a lead, you kind of have to do it, I would think. I felt like I had to do it. That's why I don't regret it. I did have the third place guy too, Charlie Hoffman at 40 to 1. So it felt like I was covered. The one guy who could really ruin my day was Spieth. So I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and hedge. So, um, not not big into hedging uh, tickets too often, but when you have a long shot ticket and you're in a in a good position like that, I feel like yeah. uh, a lot of times you have to do it. So we were talking about the betting splits that you can check out at vsin.com, mm-hmm. new feature that we have uh, available for all the games and all major sports. What do you think the betting splits were like on the second half of the Suns-Lakers game yesterday? I can't imagine, and I, I saw a couple of people at Sportsbooks mm-hmm. tweeting about this, including Rex Byers over the Westgate. He's like, uh, there isn't going to be a single person coming here and saying, give me the Suns. Not, not a single person. And they won, they won actually the money line, which is more than $3 in the second half mm-hmm. against the Lakers yesterday. And then you got the news coming back in, you know, when they were going to tip off for the third quarter that Anthony Davis was not going to be playing. But you just know, especially with now, with, with Las Vegas being busy again for the first time in a year. And a lot of the people are from California and they're all like, you know, bandwagon Lakers fans. You know that the public was hammering the Lakers second half yesterday and it never got there. And I'd say this, that they pro- books would have gotten murdered yesterday if the Lakers covered the second half and they covered that game because that would have been all four favorites yet again covering in the NBA. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm sure that was a good result for the books because it had to be a lot of Lakers money. Uh, would not have been my Lakers money. I did not play the game, but when Anthony Davis gets injured, this Lakers team's fragile enough. And yep. We've talked about this a lot with Anthony Davis. He's so fragile physically. Uh, I think if you have a Lakers futures ticket, you got to be seriously concerned. Two days ago, you think, oh, there's no doubt the Lakers get out of the first round. If he can't play, if this groin injury turns into something that's going to bother him, the Lakers might not get past the Suns now. Sure. And I would not have said that two days ago. Jeff Sherman of the Westgate Superbook Actually, put it best, I was talking to him yesterday, and he said, uh, you know, I have friends ask me all the time about the NBA playoffs and opinions. He says, such a fluid situation. What I say today might be totally different tomorrow. And that's why it is very difficult to come out and make bold statements or big bets on oh, the shit. NBA playoffs because things change uh, so quickly. Uh, and the Lakers without Anthony Davis is just not going not gonna to have a chance. Yeah, I think what we, you know, if you – pretty much have to preface it by saying if there are no injuries, right? Right, right. Because otherwise, you know, guys like this can go down at any random time, and then it completely switches everything over, no doubt. And now how do you, I mean, the series price, coming up with a price not knowing knowing his um, health factor or his health situation really becomes difficult. And then the Suns obviously have two of the next three games at home if necessary. Yeah. So it is all up in the air right now. It but, is. But beyond that... The Suns got a legit shot to win this series now. I would I would agree with that. Um, and if uh, the NBA wants the uh, Lakers to win, they better send in Scott Foster. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was it 11 straight now? <laughs> Losses in Chris Paul games? Chris Paul will tell you it's 11 straight. Uh-huh. 11 straight. Told the media that after the game uh, when they lost a couple games ago. <laughs> so that game... Well, hold on. Including that game, the one dog that actually came in yesterday... Favorites in the NBA playoffs are now 18-4 and four straight up and ATS since Monday. That's crazy, man. Pick the winner of the game. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. And if you just pick, I mean, yesterday, three of them came in, and three of them were no doubters, right? Capped off by 
the Clippers game last night in a 25-point route against Dallas. And the, the Nets, the firepower, and the Celtics were game for the first, what, quarter and a half before they trailed by 13 at halftime, and then it just it got completely spiraled out of control, and we saw the Hawks take apart the Knicks in game one. Yesterday. Yeah, so obviously those games are going to be pretty good for the betting public, right? And I think the most bettors are having a pretty good run here in the NBA if you're playing favorites. If you're a dog player, you're probably a little bit down right now about the way things are going. Um, I think it's pretty obvious the Celtics without Jalen Brown just don't have enough firepower to hang yeah. with the Nets. So if you're betting the Celtics, I think it's been a little bit foolish. I'm surprised the Nets even dropped game three. But sometimes you can lose your focus. You get up 2-0 in a series, and it happens. Um, As far as the Mavericks, how do you play so well and shoot the ball so well on the first two games on the road and then come home and lay an egg uh, like they did last night? I will say in game three, I thought the Clippers played exceptionally well on both ends of the floor. You can argue they got the benefit of the whistles, too, but I don't, I don't think that was the difference. In Game 3, I thought the Clippers moved the ball on the offensive end, played pretty good defense, good enough defensively. They earned that win on a Friday night. Yesterday, they just kicked the Mavs' butts, mm-hmm. and they played defense the way you expect the Clippers to play, and they looked like a team that could win the West. Going into the weekend, yeah. would you have said the Clippers looked like a team that could win the West? No. I mean, after the first two games at home when they had no answer. But then when Luka has an off game like he did last night. Oh, yeah. And see, what you can't expect to happen every game is for the others on Dallas to beat you. Was That's what they did in the first couple of games. Right. Like Tim Hardaway Jr. was awesome. Um, and so, and there are other guys like, that, you know, Brunson really, really good. He's really turned into a solid uh, player, mm-hmm. by the way, in this league. I'm glad to see that because he played so well for a long time at Villanova. Yep. And I like to see guys like that get rewarded by having good NBA careers. But, um, they just so if if Luca's not going to go for forty four, which is what he did on Friday night, and they still lost, then forget about it. And I would say, like in the first half, I thought the, the Mavericks, the the Clippers did play better defense, but also the Mavericks were missing some open shots, not easy shots, but from you know long, not even mid range, but longer twos to like the the three point shots that were normally going down early in the series. Just not they weren't going down right away last night. And Kawhi and Paul George were great. Yeah, they, you know, Luca was even a little bit off last night. There was a, a play, I think, uh, late or midway through the second quarter where he passed up an open three. He drove into the lane. He took it about a, a 12-foot floater and missed it. It wasn't even close. And uh, you saw Dallas three-point shooters who were passing up open looks because obviously they didn't have the confidence and they weren't hitting. And uh, it's funny how fast the series can turn like that, though, because – if you looked at Twitter going into the weekend, people just mocking the Clippers, crushing the Clippers, sure. chokers, quitters, and uh, same Clippers that we saw last year in the bubble. These were totally different Clippers we saw in the last two games in Dallas. And uh, now you have to wonder if the Mavericks can win a game in the series. Yep. And in the East, the nets Bucks <coughs> should be a really good series. The DiVincenzo injury kind of stinks. Mm-hmm. Um, but we saw it last night. With the Nets in Game Four against the Celtics, Durant, Irving, and Harden combined for 104 points, tied for the most by a trio in a playoff game in NBA history. Yes. That's just that's what they can do. When all three guys are hitting like that in all cylinders, I mean, who can keep up with that? Well, the greatest teams in NBA history have had three stars, not two. Mm-hmm. You know, and the Nets actually have that right now. You got Durant with uh, 42, KD drops 42. And then uh, Irving scores 39. And now uh, Wadden have 23. 
Yeah. Yep. And so offensively, this team is awesome. And the and the offense rating the uh, the Nets put up yesterday was off the charts. Defensively, uh, they leave a lot to be desired. I don't think their defense or their depth, uh, as far as the Nets go, is uh, that impressive. But when you're that good offensively, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it doesn't. It certainly right. helps when you're facing a, a shorthand Celtics team that's without a 24 yeah. points per game score. It's going to be a different series when you go up against the Bucs. It's going to be a different series if uh, the Nets go up against the Sixers. And I think the Eastern Conference is going to be fascinating here as, as we get into the next two rounds. It, it feels like the first round is kind of meaningless foreplay. And now we're going to get into some really good series in the East. And um, Johnny Avello of DraftKings, I was talking with him last night too about a story I was doing on the NBA. And he goes, in the West, it's wide open right now. And... You know, a lot of times we say that, and it sounds like a cliche, but Mitch, I think the West is completely wide open right now. If Anthony Davis oh, is sidelined by this injury, are you telling me the West is not wide open because the Lakers look vulnerable with uh, AD on the sideline? That completely changes yeah. everything. I mean, that, that goes from me personally really liking the Lakers' chances to get by the Suns and getting by the second-round match sure. with either the Nuggets or the uh, Blazers to... We could have Suns versus Nuggets, Blazers, and I have no idea what's going to happen in that series. No, I agree. You make a case for either side, any one of those three teams. And up top two, now all of a sudden it's like the Clippers and Jazz are going to, that's going to be the series that we're going to get. And that if that's what we do get, could be a really, really good second round series. I love the way the Utah Jazz are playing since so Donovan Mitchell came back. Yeah. Uh, he makes all the difference in the world for that team. That. But like you, going into the weekend, I was ready to advance the Lakers in the bracket and say, well, okay, the Lakers are going to be in the West Finals. And you see what happens yesterday? Yep. It changes everything. Now, this is also this has changed a little bit since Saturday, but uh, in Major League Baseball, these streaks that were going on were just really eye-opening. The, this, so go back again a couple of days ago. The Diamondbacks lost their 13th straight. Baltimore dropped their 11th and 12th straight games earlier on Saturday in a doubleheader. First day that will end with multiple teams riding 12-plus game losing streaks September 11th, 1935. And then the Rockies came back yesterday on the road to win 4-3. They got a run in the 8th and 2 in the ninth. But before that, the runs on the road by the Rockies throughout the entire year, oh. I mean, an average of, they were averaging 2.4 runs per game. And they actually had a 14-run game Earlier this year on the road, if you take that out, they go down to 1.9 runs per game. And how many shutouts have they had so far on the road? It's either zero, one, two, or three runs pretty much every game so far this year on the well, road. They got the shut out in both ends of a doubleheader oh. in Pittsburgh over the weekend. How do you get shut out by the Pirates in uh, a doubleheader? The that, rocky that's... road for uh, the Colorado team, uh, for sure. What's what's uh... Colorado's road record right now, 4-22? and 22? I believe that's what it is. Yep. That's really embarrassing. Both ends of a doubleheader, you can't score one run. We have a huge game tonight. Believe it or not, it's the first time they're meeting in this spot since 1964. And they have one combined goal on 59 shots. We'll discuss that coming up next.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. For your winnings, cash out instantly with Bet Rivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, get 250 bucks for a match bonus, fastest payouts, and only a one time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 years old. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans here on this Memorial Day, live in downtown Las Vegas. We do have a Game 7 coming up tonight. We had one on Friday night as well, Matt, in the National Hockey League. That game went well for the home team. Mm-hmm. Did not go well for the underdog and underdog betters like I was on Friday night. And it's the uh, first time, believe it or not, that the Canadians and the Maple Leafs, I saw this at uh, covers on Twitter, first time they're meeting in a Game 7 since 1964. That's hard to believe. 
It's also uh, hard to believe that the, uh, I, I think if I saw it correctly on the Scott Van Pelt Sports Center, the Maple Leafs have lost seven straight game sevens. Is that right? Or seven straight playoff series. What is it? They have not advanced past the first round since 2004. That's probably what it is. Seven straight playoff series. And this would be another just... This would be an epic meltdown because you're up 3-1 in the series and it looks like you got it locked up. Be a backbreaker. I saw this tweet from Scott Wheeler. Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner have scored one goal on a combined 59 shots in the series. Really? That's a 1.7 shooting percentage. During the regular season, they scored 61 goals on a combined 378 shots, or 16.1%. I mean, there's... Like, there's a lot of ways to look at that, right? Like, first of all, Price is he's really good for Montreal, mm-hmm. sure. right? And I know that they, he's kind of blown some leads, and the Maple Leafs got back into it in Game uh, 5 and Game 6, but the Canadians eventually won both those games in overtime. Also, you know, it's just, you know, some people will call it a lot of puck luck. A lot of times the goalie can be dialed in. Sometimes, the, the you know, the shooters are going to be putting it right on him to make it easy. Um you know, I'll, I'll buy into a lot of stuff here. You, should you be 1 of 59? Probably no chance you should be 1 of 59 combined, right? But, you know, a guy might have another, you know, uh, just have players' numbers for a series. Mm-hmm. Well, you're right about that. You definitely run into hot goaltenders. For Sometimes sure. they can shut you down. We've seen it happen against the Vegas Golden Knights. Last week, the Knights had uh, 40 shots in a game and lost. They, out- they outshot uh, Minnesota 40 to 14 and lost. But at the same time, you kept hearing people res- repeat that, regurgitate that stat, you know, the shots on goal. I watched the game, and I, I don't think many of those 40 shots are really quality shots. Right, sure. And uh, also, the goaltender was doing a great job for Minnesota, Cam Talbot. So uh, I actually like Austin Matthews a lot. I think he's an outstanding young player. Looks like uh, much better than Jack Eichel in Buffalo. But uh, Toronto's got to find a way to win this game seven last week. Mitzer was a similar, I think, uh, like state of panic almost in Vegas where the Golden Knights were on the brink of blowing a 3-1 to lead, coming home for Game 7, and uh, a lot of people were concerned they were going to drop Game 7 to Minnesota. I think uh, what Toronto's got to do is regroup tonight, handle business like Vegas did in Game 7, and move on. Everything should be okay. I would think Toronto is going to win this game tonight. Yeah. I, I think scoring a quick goal tonight would certainly help. I mean, at one point, we'll see where, where the betting number goes today. Like, I, just, I could not resist the wild on Friday night. I thought it was way too high of a number. Mm-hmm. I lost that bet. And at some point, we'll see. I, I don't know if this Maple Leafs number is going to go as high or, you know, it, it's actually higher right now. But, I mean, if it keeps going up, I don't know if that's going to be the case. And I can somehow get Montreal today at plus 190 or $2. I don't think it's going to go that high. But at some point, the number, if it would continue to go like that, Matt, I, I would have to look at the Canadians. I really would. In a Game 7, where, where and I thought this about the Golden Knights, I thought they were going to be tight. And the, and the Golden Knights scored a quick one in that game, but they allowed one, bam, just like that, mm-hmm. to make a 1-1. And then they went up 2-1, and then it was 2-2 again before you could blink. They pulled away after that, but at some point, these numbers, if they get too high, just it's tough to, to turn down a dog like that. Yeah, I understand. And uh, I was you know, kind of leaning your direction with the Minnesota Wild on Friday. I did mm-hmm. not make the bet. Um. Lou Finicaro of Eason texted me that morning and said uh, the Golden Knights are going to run him out. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he was right. I don't, I don't know if he feels the same way about the Maple Leafs tonight in a Game 7, but 
Uh, yeah, I, I see plus 185. You might even get a better price than that out there in the market today on Montreal. Yeah. I think you might be able to find something better than that at some point. Up next, two games in the association, and we had a sports betting first on Friday night. No doubt it's a sign of things that come in this country. Are you ready? Download the PointsBet app now. Sign up using promo code VSEN2K to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. When you bet with PointsBet, you get faster bets, faster withdrawals, faster rewards at your fingertips. Download the PointsBet app now to experience this premium sportsbook for yourself. So are you ready? Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? If you have one, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Again, points bet, promo code VSIN2K. Saw this tweet from our buddy uh, David Purdom on Friday. The Sixers-Wizards game, Matt, the first playoff game at a U.S. sports venue featuring a retail sports book. Fans can access the William Hill sports book from inside the arena. And uh, this is what the future of sports will be like no doubt. going to games all across the country very sooner than later. By the end of this calendar year, probably we'll have it at a lot more spots than just one. Think about it. You're going to go to baseball games at Wrigley Field. You're going to have a sports book there. You're going to go to football games at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas where the Raiders play. Sports book all over the country. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing how quickly things have changed. And I believe that's a William Hill sports book, right? It in is. Arena, yep. In D.C.? Yeah. Yep. Now, it's tough for me because I'm no, like, uh, state-by-state expert on this stuff. But, I, you know, I keep up with it. Um, and I, I believe this was also the case in Arizona, right, when they passed it, that they wanted to have, like, kiosks or maybe a brick-and-mortar somehow, like, connected to the stadiums mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in Phoenix, in that area. Right. Which would be, I mean, that was, like, one of the first things. Like, here we go, out of the gates. Bam, let's have this ready for our fans. Imagine what going to sports was like, you know, 5, 10, 15. When, so, I've been in Las Vegas for like 20 years now, and we used to go to like, my friends and I would go to like a football game once a year. I had season tickets to the Chargers one year, whatever. But we drove up to the Bay Area one time, which is probably a good, good eight or nine hour drive to go to a Packers versus 49ers game. Brett Favre was still playing. And so, my buddies and I were there at the game, and we had all these betting tickets with us, right? Mm-hmm. And people were looking at us at Candlestick, and they were so jealous Really? Yeah, and this is probably like 2002, I want to say, something like that. Oh, so this is at the old so. Candlestick Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way back then. And so that, that <laughs> yeah. sparked up. You're from Vegas. you got to be kidding me. You have, you have bets on the game. Wait a second, what? I want to be able to do that. And it's like pretty much not, well, I mean, legally speaking. If you think about it, you're going to be able to live bet from your seat in the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. At a, well, that, that, they can, they're probably going to bring out an iPad. If you want that, if you don't, like if you forgot it, uh-huh. and just so you can like fund your iPad and use the book there. If you don't have it, 
you know, on your phone. How about phone? drink tickets? If you uh, live bet from your seat or you bet at the stadium, can you get drink tickets? I'm going to guess that's going to... No, no. No? No drink tickets at the uh That's one big Wizards game? negatory. Okay. What, what's the cheapest beer that you paid for at a sporting event in the last 10 years? Uh, it was probably, you know, $8. Uh-huh. What's the cheapest beer now? 10 15 Oh, I, I can't know. imagine I you can find know. it for 10 I was at a Padres game before the uh, shutdown. I think the beer was, what, 10 or $12, something like that? Yeah, I went yeah. to a Dodger game a couple of years ago. They have a huge menu of craft beers, but there's no prices on the menu. So I said, give me that tall boy. <laughs> oh, that'll be seventeen fifty. Seventeen yeah. for a can of beer. Okay, all right. So what do you expect tonight then in the NBA? Just more favorites <laughs> here? And I'm, I'm a little surprised, and I was wrong on this. I thought the Wizards could play with the 76ers and, you know, make some of these games interesting, certainly cover occasionally, and uh, maybe even win a game or two in the series. But this 76ers team is awesome, and uh, the Wizards are now, it's like getting worse game by game, the way it seems. Yeah, the Sixers were uh, my pick to win the uh, East when JVT did his Hardwood Handicappers uh, podcast before the playoffs. And part of the reason I picked the Sixers was Joel Embiid is a force on the front line, and not many teams have somebody who can deal with Embiid. But also the fact that on the other half of that bracket in the East, one of those superpower teams is going to knock the other out. Yep. The Bucks or the Nets, right? So, And the Nets right now probably be um, minus 200 or so in that series against the Bucks. I think the Sixers, I felt pretty confident going into it, we're going to be in the East Finals. I don't know who's going to win that bucks Nets series. Uh, so I thought it was a safer pick as far as the Sixers go. I'm not surprised the way this series has gone. Obviously, the... Uh, the Wizards have the guards, and uh, <clears throat> they have high-scoring guards. They just don't have the uh, they don't have the strength in the paint to deal with Embiid. And you know this Philly team is actually pretty well-rounded. They when really you look are. at it. When you got Harris knocking down shots and Ben Simmons driving to the rack, uh, I really like. You know, the more I watch the Sixers, the more I like them. Curry can hit some big shots for you. Yeah, I mean Embiid's probably going to get his thirty almost every single game. Sure. I, I don't really see the Nets having an answer for him at Curry's all. Curry's really developed into a much better yeah, player, too. Yeah. I would totally agree with that. And so, you know, it's also for the Wizards now, and it's easy for me to say this at this point, maybe something I should have thought of, you know, going back a good week, but they their their backs were up against the wall so much down the stretch, and mm-hmm. they like every game was a playoff game for a long time because they had such a poor start to the season. Eventually, like a team will hit a wall, right? Like, they're just going to run out of gas at some point. They just wear out. Yeah. The Wizards, I think, over a late in the season, what, 17-6 and six straight up over a 23-game stretch. They played their asses off just to get to the playoffs. Yep. And they had to win pretty much every single one of those games. Right. And uh, so, I have no play in that game as of right now. The Jazz Grizzlies. No, no play for me it, either. And the, the Sixers-Wizards game. Okay. I, I think pretty confident the Sixers closed it out. But again, do you want to lay eight? I, I think I'll pass. Yeah, me too. And in the uh, Jazz Grizzlies game, this was a boy. You want to talk about a roller coaster over the weekend? Jazz got out to a huge lead. Grizzlies come all the way back, tie the game up, and then the Jazz, of course, go on to cover the game. Uh, but you, you're right. You said this earlier. Playing great basketball since Donovan Mitchell returned, which we kind of expected. But this this Grizzlies team, man, they are game. They really are. And if this go if this goes up today. Because the other day, game it did, remember, it, went, it started, I think, at 5, got to 6 with the Jazz, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just, M- Morant is so good. 
such an awesome player already at this level. Uh, when we did the show Friday, I think Aaron Renning said he was taking a five with the Grizzlies in that game, and that looked like it might be the side for me as well. I decided to pass on that one. Mm-hmm. Mike Conley, I, I really I, I talked about Mitchell, but he was two for ten from three. The difference in that game was Mike Conley. He hit seven threes. He was great. And that's why the Jazz pulled away to win by ten. I, I think the actually, if I play this one tonight, I think I would take the five and a half with Memphis. That, this is yeah. one dog. I think uh, I think this is a home dog that could get there tonight. I think so, too. Uh, a lot of day baseball on this Memorial Day. We'll get to the rundown of today's card coming up next. Uh, I'm unsure what a first-place manager was thinking yesterday. They were getting smashed, and he called for the guy who was supposed to go today. Details on that coming up next. Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook now. Get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, sign up using the promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, the number is 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. You know, they're uh, showing some of the replays uh, in the studio right now, Matt, from the weekend. We haven't even mentioned this yet. We're 45 minutes in. How about game one last night for the Golden Knights? Ooh, was that a blitzkrieg job by the Avalanche? It was a tough spot. Uh, I was talking about this with Jeff Sherman at the Westgate Superbook yesterday, too, uh, before the game. If you think about it, you were there Friday night for Game 7. That was an emotional yeah. uh, moment for the Knights to clinch that series. It was a celebration that night. You have to turn around immediately and travel to Denver, play a game in altitude on the road a day and a half later, essentially, against what I consider the best team in the NHL, the Colorado Avalanche. That's a horrific spot. And you could say, well, it's a rest versus rust because the Avalanche had almost a week yeah, off, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, to prep for that game. And some people say, well, a week off could be a negative thing. If the Knights were at home for game one last night, I would have agreed with that. But when the Knights clinch game seven at home on Friday and then have to travel to Denver, that's a really bad spot. And uh, I did bet Colorado in game one. And Mitch, I was looking at the series. I know a lot of uh, Mike Palm and a lot of sharp hockey handicappers I know like Colorado in this series. But when I went to bet the series – Series price is up around at that point 185, mm-hmm. and Colorado's minus 170 in game one. I said, Well, I'm just going to bet Colorado in game one. It's cheaper. So I just played it that way instead of playing sure. the series. Good, yeah. good. I think I saw the adjustment, the Avalanche now minus 420. Yeah, and obviously, series. if uh, the Knights win game two, everything's going to flip, right? Totally. Because then it's an even series, and you come back to Vegas, and uh, it's a totally different perspective on things, but. It, it, in a, in a sense, it kind of reminds me of the uh, of the Suns and the Lakers. You know, what's happened with that? If the Knights can find a way to win game two, everything's going to change. And you can't overreact what happened last night. I was um, in a casino when the game started, and it seemed like every time you turn around, the Colorado players were celebrating a goal. It was almost like the, the Vegas Golden Knights were the Washington Generals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get beat 7-1, to one, but they also had their backup goalie in there. Robin Leonard. Yep. And, you know, Fleury, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury really needed a rest. He really did. I thought that in the Minnesota series. So now he's going to have, what, four or five days off? Sure. Essentially, well, four days off to rest before. Uh, when's the next game? Wednesday? It is, yep. Yeah, there's, so, an extra, there's a buffer day in there, actually. Yeah, there's an extra day off. So Fleury's going to be well-rested. I think this team will play much better in game two, and we'll see where it goes from there. But I liked Colorado. I decided to bet Colorado in game one instead of the series, but I think uh, Avalanche is still going to look pretty good for the series. Yeah, it was uh, DeBoer made the move to go to Leonard for game one. I, I don't think it was a wrong move either. You could tell right away that it was going to be a long night. Mm-hmm. The, the backhander that went high glove side on him for the first goal, you can't allow that to happen. Right. And even on the broadcast on NBC, they're like, you can't allow that goal. There's no way you can allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. It's, they were spot on with that. And so after that, it was just, it really was an avalanche last night. They just, I mean, you're right. Every time that you looked up, boom, another goal. They're lighting a lamp, you know? Here we go, another one. <laughs> it's 5 nothing before you could blink in the second period. <clears throat> you so, had to give Flurry a night off, though. You had to rest him, right? Yeah. At but, some and, point. And let's face it, even if Flurry uh, played last night, the Knights were still going to lose that game. I don't disagree. Yeah. Yep. And now 
you know, with that extra time off for him, he can come back. And if he's great in game two, they can steal game two like three to two, two to one along those lines. It doesn't seem like that right now because the Avalanche are a machine. Mm-hmm. McKinnon has eight goals in five games. Uh, things can change quickly, right? Sure, it can. Sure, sure. Um, but you know what was, I thought the best part of that game last night was all the fights that broke out. Because when you have a blowout, a lot of times you get fights, you get brawls. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were some brawls after the game turned into a blowout, which uh, it made the game entertaining. Let's put it that way. Yep. So DeBoer decided to go with Leonard. Some people questioned it. I agree with you. Like at some point, uh, Flurry's going to have to have a day, day off, right? There was a move yesterday in the Padres game. They're getting smoked against the Astros. And that was a wild and wacky series, by the way, going back to Friday night when a bunch of runs were scored late and mm-hmm. uh, went over the total. But Jace Tingler decided to, you know, yank Snell, which he had to because Snell was no good. And then he went to Musgrove, who was supposed to start today against the Cubs. And Musgrove comes out, he pitches five innings, no hit ball, but you're losing seven to one at the time. Now you're going to throw your rotation off, and they're going to have to go with Paddock today. I, I just I don't know what he was thinking in that spot. Musgrove has been terrific baffling, so far this year. Baffling to me. Yeah, Seriously. I I, no explanation. I did not read, I did not hear what Jace Tingler had to say, why he did that, but uh, why not just leave Musgrove in his normal spot? Sure. You got you have a long relief guy you can bring in, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make much sense to me. And Chris Paddock has had his problems. Now he's got to be pushed up a day. Yeah. Yep. And he's going against, I've seen... In fact, this game's not even on the board right now here at Circa, but uh, I've seen conflicting reports on whether or not it's going to be Williams or Keegan Thompson going today uh, for the Cubs. But as you can imagine, with this being Memorial Day, a lot of day baseball. Uh, the Orioles going again today against uh, Barrios and the Twins, and uh, Barrios here at Circa opened up a dollar sixty-five. He's allowed four or fewer runs in each of his ten starts so far this year, including five and two-thirds against Baltimore, and that was in his last start. Uh, only allowed one earned run, two walks. He struck out seven. Lopez has allowed nine home runs in 10 starts. He has a 5.80 ERA. The FIPS, slightly better, but it's still not good at 5.32. Cruz has two home runs against Lopez in eight plate appearances. Sano has three in 12 plate appearances. Watch out, though. Polanco has won a 17 career against him. But the Orioles, I mean, along with the Diamondbacks, just this bad stretch of baseball that they're in the middle of right now, (laughs) I... I would need a huge number today to bet Baltimore in this game. Uh, if you're going to bet bad baseball teams like this that are on losing streaks, talking about the D-backs recently and the Orioles, and you just don't like money. Yes, you right. You just want to give it away. I know. Uh, you can find better bets. You can find much better bets on the baseball board, on the NBA board. <clears throat> right now we're in the NBA playoffs and the hockey playoffs, so it's different. But when you're in the middle of the regular season, you don't. You don't have to always play the worst teams in the league when they're on a losing streak because you think there's a little bit of value in a number. Because sometimes, a lot of times, there's no value in those numbers when a team can't win. Why would you bet the Orioles right now? No, you can't. You can't. No, there's no way. That's why, like in baseball, it's the one sport where if you want to ride some of these streaks for a little while, I'm not opposed to that. A team that gets hot, they win six, seven in a row. Right. That can expand to 11, 12 games over a weekend. And a team that, you know, I know the Diamondbacks came back to, what, win yesterday? My days are correct here. But I, I wanted nothing to do with them yesterday. Oh. You know? It's just like it's a sinking ship. Um, well, like the Orioles right now on a 13-game win- losing streak, okay? I know a guy who used to bet baseball. I haven't talked to this guy in years, but he used to bet baseball this week. 
when a team would lose five in a row, he would start betting on that team to win every day. I said, why would you bet on a losing team to get hot? Yeah. Well, you just got to win one time, and they're due. You know, they've lost five in a row. Yeah, but you can lose five, six, seven. Right now, if, if you did that, you would have lost eight straight bets with the Orioles. Sure. You can't bet baseball that way. No, there's no way. Ride um, the hot streaks, bet against the cold teams. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of a cold team, how about the New York Yankees? How do you drop three in a row to the Tigers over the weekend? Rough weekend. Garrett Cole started the Friday game. The Yankees come out this weekend looking like the biggest losers in baseball. I would agree. And by the way, remember we talked about that on Friday. That was a loser for me. I had Garrett Cole's uh, K-prop over 9.5. He had, I think he struck out three on Friday. How does that happen? Um, but Mize is one of the best ROI pitchers in baseball, if you're backing him every single start, believe it or not. But great weekend for Detroit. Very poor weekend for the Yankees. And i got to tell you, Matt, today I don't want New York. In fact, they're taking on Rich Hill and this Rays team, who, what an organization. I mean, standing ovation to Tampa and everybody in that front office and the ballplayers there. But Rich Hill is going today. In his last four starts, 2-2 two and two with a 1.26 ERA. Um, yeah, and he recently beat the Yankees 9-1. to one. Yeah. And uh, the Yankees' current lineup, they do not hit him well. They have a slash line of 200, 250, 300 with no home runs, 19 Ks, and 65 plate appearances. And this game opened up a pick'em, so I wouldn't take the Yankees. If I do bet it, I would take Tampa in this spot here today. That was actually one of the plays I was looking at in baseball today. Uh, the Rays right now are plus 101 at yeah. Circa. I think that might be the best number you can find in the market. But Rich Hill was really uh, he was hot against the Yankees the last time he faced him, and this Rays team's hot right now. The Rays are nine and one in their past ten. The Yankees are five and five and dropped three in a row. So mm-hmm. uh, I think if there's a a dog I would bet in baseball today. It's the Tampa Bay Rays at plus 101. Yeah. Would you look at the Cardinals with Flaherty against Bauer? I would. I did look at the Cardinals, too. I, and one thing is, right now I think Trevor Bauer is just throwing the ball exceptionally well. Yeah. So Bauer's not really a guy I want to bet against. Uh, but, you know, Flaherty in terms of a big dog, probably the best, most attractive big dog on the board today in baseball, plus 168 right now at Circa on Flaherty and the Cardinals. Plus 168. Yeah. Wow. So they took some serious money on the Dodgers last night. Then on the overnight, they opened up, I think, plus 150. Cody Bellinger's there. back, so it's going to help uh, the LA offense. Bauer at home. Awesome so far. 3 0 with a 0.90 ERA. That's in three starts at Dodger Stadium with 28 Ks over 20 innings. Uh, and then you have DeGrom. He's supposed to be going tonight. It was pushed back. Of course, no Sunday night baseball last night got postponed. The Diamondbacks do not hit him at all. And uh, I, th- I think I saw in the probables on fan graphs and MLB.com that was supposed to be DeGrom against Kelly tonight mm-hmm. in this spot. And you know DeGrom's going to be a huge favorite. Um, that is so, correct. Yeah, uh, oh. DeGrom, I see right now, minus 180. Okay. 185 at sir. Yeah. So I'm with you. I like uh, my favorite game today would be the Rays mm-hmm. against the Yankees. And I don't know, man. Maybe the Giants again at home, although it's Cueto going. They're taking on Bundy. He's 0-5 with a 6-5-0 ERA. <laughs> Giants are hot now, taking 3-4 or four against the Dodgers over the weekend. I've watched most of those Giants-Dodgers games, and Giants offensively uh, really found a groove. Yep. Up next, the betting story of the NBA playoffs has been this so far.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.